Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle and welcome to episode five. I really enjoyed the way the last podcast turned out. I felt that it was more real, more raw, more natural because I wasn't scripted. So I am going to give this a shot. I am someone who is very type A and likes to be organized and I like to have my script and everything all written out that I can refer to. But like I said, I really enjoy how episode four of this podcast turned out. So I want to try to mimic that same style for this episode. And if you haven't listened to episode four, make sure you go and do that. It's pretty much me talking about why you should stop resisting bad days and allow yourself to feel kind of those negative feelings of sadness, anger, frustration, and why you should do that. So if you have not had a chance to go listen to it, please go do that. In today's episode, I really want to talk about something that's, I guess, been happening to me over the past week, and that is that I've had a really difficult time focusing, and I've also felt very restless. And for those of you that have had similar feelings or you know what I'm talking about, this can be very frustrating for someone who is very goal-oriented, very type A, you know, has your to-do list, your goals, all the things you want to get done written down. It can be very disheartening when you aren't focused or can't seem to get focused and you just feel restless and don't know why. So that's sort of the topic I want to talk about today, and I want to get started by saying that it has been about, well, almost two weeks since I have released this huge nonfiction project that I was working on for over seven months. And for those that don't know, because I don't believe I've mentioned it on this podcast just yet, it's actually the webinar series that I launched called Hustle Smarter, Not Harder. And all the information about that webinar is on my website at thatsmarthustle.com. So you can go there, click on the webinar section to sign up and also to learn more about it. But for the past seven months, on top of really working on that nonfiction project and that webinar and getting it ready to go, ready to be launched, I was also editing and getting ready to launch the third book in my fiction series, The Alpha Drive, which was called Restitution, and that was released on April 4th. And then I was also gearing up to announce the release date for my brand new fiction series, which is a young adult dark fantasy series called Shadow Crown. And that book will actually be releasing on October 3rd. And so while I was working on restitution and also working on Shadow Crown and the edits and getting you know feedback from my beta readers for that, I was also working on the Hustle Smarter, Not Harder webinar and workbook. And I'm someone who does very well when I'm under pressure, or I guess I put some undue pressure or stress on myself, I work very well in fast-paced environments, and I like to have a lot of goals 
and a lot of projects that I'm working on simultaneously. It's just something that helps keep me busy and it does help keep me focused, although you would think it would make me unfocused because I'm, you know, flopping back and forth between projects. But that's actually not the case with me. I tend to do better when I have a lot on my plate because I feel like that's where I really get to use my time management skills. Where I start to flail a little bit is when my plate becomes empty and I don't have as many goals or projects on my plate, which is kind of where I'm sitting at right now. So right now I'm finding myself at a point where I have finished the Alpha Drive trilogy. So I launched Restitution or released it on April 4th of this year. So that trilogy is completely finished. I have Shadow Crown completely edited. I have all of the beta reader feedback and I've gone through and edited it. So really it's kind of in that final proofreading stage. And I finished that nonfiction project, which is the webinar series. So I have all of these projects that were so huge and so gigantic completed. And now I'm sitting here looking at my goals and my projects list, and there's nothing really on there. There's nothing really, there's no big project on there. And that's something I'm kind of struggling with right now because I do need to learn a little more how to be more present in the moment and not always be looking toward the future. This is something that I struggle with because I like to be productive. I like doing things. I like making progress toward my goals. I love the feeling when I launch something or release something or just do anything that gets me one step closer to my goals. I almost get a sort of high from it. It's It just feels really, really good. And so when I don't have a big project that I'm working toward and I'm kind of in this state where I don't have as much going on, I tend to kind of fall into a sort of funk or I, I'm not as motivated and I just feel I just feel really unfocused and very restless. So for those of you that may be feeling the same way or you felt the same way in the past, I want to share five things that I do when I'm feeling restless or I'm not feeling very focused. And We'll get to those in just a second, but before we do, I want to mention that usually when I'm feeling restless, it's because something is somewhat off balance in my life, and as you can kind of tell from what I've just said, it's usually because I don't have something to focus on. I have not created a project or a goal to work toward, so then I just feel like I'm kind of flailing doing other things and not really focusing on one major project or two major projects. The first thing I do to help myself focus and to stop feeling restless is to open up my planner. This is probably a given since I am very type A, but I absolutely love my planner. It is everything to me. I cannot live without it. I have to have a physical planner where I write things down. And I actually have a color coding system that I use. So I, if you ever look at my planner or if you've watched one of my YouTube videos, you will just see just a rainbow of colors. There are just colors all over the place. But I have a color coding system and there's a reason for it. I'm gonna kind of go through that right now. So I use different color highlighters. I have yellow, orange, blue, green, pink, and purple. So I have a bunch of different highlighter colors. And what I'll do every single week or at the end of every day is I will go through and write down everything that happened that day, everything I accomplished, what I worked toward, you know, what I ate for lunch, what I ate for dinner, if I worked out, how long I worked out for, how many words I wrote for a manuscript, what time I got to work, what time I got home from work. 
I literally write every single thing down. And this may seem kind of crazy or just really neurotic, but I'm going to explain why I do this and why it helps me so much. So at the end of the day, when I've written down everything I have done for that day, I will go through with my handy dandy highlighters and I will highlight each thing in its specific color because each of those colors is assigned to a category. So because this is a podcast and it's not a video and it's me talking to you, you can't see what I'm talking about. So I'm going to try to explain the best that I can what this color coding system looks like. So anything that is highlighted in yellow is for junior league or has something to do with volunteer type activities. Anything highlighted in orange is related to work, which is not any kind of author stuff. It's my full-time career and my job outside of writing and YouTube and being an entrepreneur. Then anything highlighted in blue is related to my author platform, YouTube, writing, entrepreneur, that smart hustle, all of that is highlighted in blue. Then I have green, which is for any kind of health, fitness, exercise related activities. Pink is for bills and errands. And then purple is for events. So like if I'm traveling or going out of town or if there's some kind of lunch or event that I have planned with somebody, I will highlight that in purple. And I put this sort of legend at the top of every single week. So I will actually write a little square and then I'll color it in with the color and then write, you know, junior league and work health next to each color just to remind myself what the colors are. So at the end of the day, once I've written down everything I've done, I will go through and highlight everything in its specific color. And this is really helpful because it shows me where my time is being spent and how balanced or not balanced my day was. So right now I'm looking at a week in June. It was the week of June 26th. And I can see that I actually had, I have a lot of blue and I have a lot of pink, which is mostly for errands. So I can see that this week, I had a lot going on with my author platform and doing a lot of stuff for writing. And the other thing I do at the end of each day is I will actually rate my day on a scale from 1 to 10. 10 out of 10 means it was a fantastic day. It was wonderful. I loved it. Wouldn't change a thing. Obviously, anything below that means it wasn't the greatest day and I probably could have done a lot to improve it. So after I rate each day on that scale of 1 to 10, and I go through a whole week, I will actually take the average rating for that week. So I'm looking at this right in front of me and it says my average weekly rating was a nine out of 10. And looking at this, it's showing me that I spent the majority of my time running errands and also doing author related work or something for YouTube or my webinar series. So I just flipped back a few pages to the week of June 12th. And I actually have a little quote up there that says it's just a bad week, not a bad life. So I did still do the rating system and the color coding system for this week. And I'm looking through it and there is a lot. It's actually almost all orange, which is work. So there's a lot of orange this week, hardly any blue. There's not much green. So not much for my health. There's not much of any other color except for orange. And that average weekly rating was a six out of 10. So this helps me to understand kind of how I feel about these certain categories and what I need my days to look like in order to have wonderful days and wonderful weeks. But if you don't know where your time is being spent, then you can't fix the problem. You can't fix how your time is being spent if you don't know where it's going. 
So this system really helps me. And that way I can just know where my time is going and how my time is being spent. So that's the first thing I'll do when I'm having trouble focusing or I'm feeling restless is I'll go to my planner and try to determine why I am feeling that way. And it's usually because I'm not having a great week and there's not very much balance in my week. Normally it means one category is taking over and I don't have enough time for the other categories. The second thing I like to do when I'm feeling like I can't focus or I'm feeling restless is to use the five second rule by Mel Robbins. And this is not where you drop food on the floor and then if you count to five, it's still okay to eat. (laughs) I don't know who made that rule up, but um, I'm pretty sure once your food hits the floor, the germs have crawled onto it. So five seconds isn't going to make any difference in its level of contamination. But that's besides the point. The five second rule by Mel Robbins is... I think she wrote an entire book on this, or maybe it's in one of her books and it's a full chapter on it. But I was listening to a TED Talk and she was the the guest speaker on that show. And she talked about the five second rule. And I was really skeptical when I first heard her talking about this, but then I went home and tried it. And I was actually really impressed and kind of amazed that this actually works because there is a science behind it. And what the five second rule is, is that for some reason, when you are counting backward from five in your head, there's some kind of cognitive thing that goes on that rewires your brain to get focused and then do whatever thing that you need to go do or that you want to go do. So let's say, for instance, you are having trouble getting out of bed one day, but you really need to get up and you know, exercise and shower and get ready. And the first thing on your list is like, you need to go for a run. You need to get this done so that you can get in the shower and get ready and, you know, get to work or wherever you have to be that day. Mel Robbins says, if you sit in your bed and you close your eyes and you count backward from five, you go five, four, three, two, one, go on a run. For some reason, it rewires your brain so that you will get out of bed. You will go put your workout clothes on and you will go for a run or go exercise. So, and I, I really was skeptical, but I have tried this numerous times and it's pretty amazing how counting back from five can really help you focus on what you need to be doing. If I can find the link or the title to that TED Talk or her website where she talked about this and also her book, I will leave those in the show notes. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what the TED Talk was called, but it was really fascinating. So after this episode, I would highly recommend going over there and listening to that episode. The third thing I like to do when I'm having trouble focusing or I'm feeling restless is to follow the 10-minute rule. And the 10-minute rule was something that a teacher had told me about in high school. So I have never really been a huge math person. I don't mind math. I guess, but I've never been really stellar at it. And I've, it's not something that I really enjoy doing. I never enjoyed my math classes. I will say I did enjoy calculus and, you know, algebra, but when it came to geometry, oh my goodness, things with shapes and angles and vectors and whatever, that just was not my thing, not my space. And I dreaded every day where I had to go home and pull out my notebook and do my geometry homework because it was just so hard for me and I found it so boring that I could not focus on it. It was actually my English teacher who told me about the 10 minute rule. And she told me that if I were to sit down and to put a timer next to me and to just open the book and start doing it for 10 minutes, 
and to just put a timer on for 10 minutes, that once that 10 minute timer went off, I probably wouldn't want to stop working on it because I would be so engrossed in it or I would be really close to finishing whatever it was I was working on or I just, you know, you just get really into something once you start working on it and you don't realize how much time is passing. The 10 minute rule really is a testament to the quote, the hardest part is starting because that's really what it is. Once you make the decision to start and sit down and do something, it actually becomes a lot easier. So I would recommend trying the 10 minute rule Just sit down, start doing whatever it is you don't want to do or you're dreading, set a timer for 10 minutes, and if you're not fully engrossed or captivated in whatever you're doing in 10 minutes, then you can stop doing it and do something else. But most likely you'll find that you'll want to keep going even after those 10 minutes are up. The fourth thing I do when I'm having trouble focusing or I'm feeling restless is to do one thing on my to-do list. I am someone who uses the Evernote app to write down everything that I need to do, and sometimes this becomes such a gigantic laundry list of items that I just get so overwhelmed and so stressed out by everything that I have to do that I won't actually do any of them. It's almost like it scares me so much that I have all of this to do, and I I start doubting myself that I'll be able to get it all done, and that keeps me from actually doing anything on that list. So what I'll do is I'll actually pick the hardest task or the one that I'm kind of dreading the most first, and I will start working on that one. And I use the 10-minute rule kind of in conjunction with doing one thing on my to-do list because I found that once I start working on that really difficult item and 10 minutes goes by, I tend to be really into it and I want to keep going because I want to finish it. I have momentum and I don't want to lose that momentum. And probably because I don't want to restart and try to pick up where I left off. So I would rather just get it done and finish it. And then once I complete that really difficult item or the one that I was dreading the most, I feel really accomplished and proud of myself. So it makes me want to keep going and to accomplish more tasks. And then it's great because the rest of the tasks are a little bit easier so that I'm able to accomplish those faster and get started on them. And overall, I just feel... I feel proud of myself and I feel like I'm getting things done and that helps me to get things done. And the last and final tip I will leave you with when I'm having trouble focusing or I'm feeling restless is that I will go do something that I truly enjoy. And a lot of the time this is having more of a pampering session. So I will draw a bubble bath. I will bring a personal development book in there or just one of the fiction books that I'm reading. I'll also bring my iPad in there with my Beats headphones. I'll light some candles, and I'll either watch some YouTube videos or read some of the book. I'll kind of flip-flop between the two and just kind of take in the serenity and how not restless I'm feeling. And I normally like to do this and take my bubble bath after I've tried those other four things, because normally I'm able to get at least one or two, possibly three things done, especially on days where I'm not, I'm not very focused. So I feel like the bubble bath is almost kind of a reward. So it's really smart to set up a reward system for yourself for finishing certain tasks or to have something that you are looking forward to once you finish A, B, and C and get to check those off your list. It also goes to say that if you're having trouble focusing or you're feeling restless, maybe you need to go have some fun. Maybe you need to go out and have a drink and just dance the night away. Or maybe you need to go 
out on the lake and have a fun day with your friends. Or maybe you need to go to brunch with your girlfriends or go shopping or go get a mani-pedi. So sometimes we get so consumed by our goals and what's in the future and what we're working toward that we really forget to stop and enjoy the present moment and to really be in the present and be grateful and appreciative for everything that we currently have and also to remember and recognize all of the things that we've already accomplished. I feel like I'm guilty of this, definitely. I feel like we just look so far into the future sometimes that we forget to just stop and smell the roses and just take a look around at everything that we have. So when I'm having trouble focusing and feeling restless, sometimes the key there is that I just need to go have some fun. I need to let loose I need to let my hair down and just have a good time. Sometimes it really is just as simple as that. And once you have a good time, whether that's, you know, going on a trip or hanging out with some friends, it's a lot easier to come back and refocus and kind of get yourself back into that goal mindset. You just have to take care of yourself and the rest will follow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.